Thanks for listening to the Life Church Boise weekly podcast. We hope you enjoyed this message from Pastor Mark Bohr. For any other messages or other resources, please visit us at lcboise.com. Thank you, Lord. I'll just take that one. Thank you, Lord. Now I want to read a verse. In uh, in the Bible, in the New Testament, over near the book of Hebrews, First uh, um, Peter, Hebrews. James, First Peter, and then once you found First Peter, then you're in a good place to find Second Peter, because they are friends. They know each other and they hang out. Second Peter chapter 1 is what I want right now. Amen. If you're new with us to a Wednesday night service, don't be nervous. Normal is that there is no standard operating mode in these services. Just flow. Just listen to the Spirit of the Lord and and do things, and great things happen. Amen. 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 Every single time. We've already heard from God. If we went outside and had ice cream right now, it would have been worth it. I mean, for the spiritual content's sake, not just the ice cream's sake. (laughs) Amen. But I think there's a little bit more we can do, and there's some individuals that, uh, um, I think there's some individuals need to be baptized in the Spirit tonight before we finish. So, that's you. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Second uh, Peter chapter 1, verse 3, as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us to by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. Everybody say that. Precious promises. That through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So we escape corruption. We escape this stuff. How? Uh, Through the divine nature, which comes by these great and precious promises. You know God has promised us a lot of stuff. He really has. I like this language. He calls their, he calls these promises precious. Precious. Precious promises. They should be to us so very, very valuable. Anytime you can find that God promised you something, 
you should hold that in very, very high esteem. Huh? Because if he promised it, you can count on it. He will absolutely back up what he said he would do. Yeah. There are precious promises. Why are they so precious? Because of them and by them, we partake of the divine nature. Because of these precious, rich, valuable treasures, His promises, we escape a bunch of garbage in this world. Yeah, they're precious. You know, sometimes individuals, uh, single people that are dating, they might give uh, another person a, a promise ring, right? You know, kind of pre-engagement or something. We like each other and we're going together, whatever. Promise ring. Well, how many know when, and if, a, like if a guy gives a girl a promise ring, she's going to treasure that. Huh? She's going ha- to value that thing. Some of you have people in your life that you know, if they tell you they're going to do something, it's as good as done. They just absolutely won't back off on it. They're not going to tell you one thing and do something else. If they tell you they'll do it, they're going to be there. They're going to do it. They're going to do exactly what they said. God is that without exception, without flaw. There is never a maybe in Him. There's never a, well, change my mind on that. Reconsidered. I know I told you I'd do that, but me being God and everything, you know, I, I, I can just do whatever I want. No, no. His promises really are promises. You can take them to the bank. Yeah. And that's the only way that you can have a relationship with someone. Truly. You, cannot, you can only go so far in a relationship if someone doesn't do what they say they're going to do. If they tell you one thing and do something else. I mean, ever. If they ever back out on their word, then what happens? Your trust level goes, because now the next time you're not, you're not quite sure. You just don't really know if they're going to do what they said they do, because they already told you they'd do that, and they didn't do it. And so God can't afford, you know, I say can't afford to be that way. He's not that way by nature, but he couldn't afford to be that way. We would, it would be impossible for us to trust him if he would say one thing and then just not do it. Amen. And there needs to be that same absoluteness in our own lives when our relationship with God. Don't talk to him as if he's, as if he might do it and if he might not do it. Amen. You know, there's, there's so many promises that we can, we can, we can focus on. Let me just, uh, you know, for example, when we talk about healing, we talk about healing a good bit here and uh, all churches ought to talk about healing a lot. Because the ministry of Jesus was teaching, preaching, and healing, and we're carrying on that ministry. Amen. So that's just something that's unique to us. It's just God's called Life Church to have a healing ministry. Baloney. He's called all believers to be in healing ministry. Amen. It's true. It's not just me. It's not just God never called me to do that per se special. I just saw it in the Word and said, I'm, we're going to do this. Amen. And I started doing that and laying hands on the sick and started seeing healings, right. you know, all the time. And it increases more and more. So that's just normal Christianity, by the way. For someone to be a, say, I'm a Christian, I've never seen anyone healed. You're weird. No, no, I mean that in a nice way. It may not, I mean, you may have been taught wrong. A lot of us were taught wrong for a long time. In other words, we were presented a God that just didn't really do stuff. He just all reserved for heaven. See, that's not normal for the kingdom of God. And many Christians get ripped off on seeing the big picture. 
All right. So did I qualify that that, that insult enough? I get myself out of deep water. I, I mean, not in a nice way, but I'm just trying to make a point. You know, uh, and when it comes to healing, for example, um, healing is both healing moves beyond promise because it's fact. Right. There are promises, even though it's fact, like lay hands on the sick and they'll recover, like anoint the sick with oil, the prayer of faith will save the sick. Those are promises, but it's even more than a promise because it's already accomplished on the cross. It's a, it's a, it's a fact that it's not like God has to fulfill it. He already did fulfill it. So it's kind of an, uh, a, a, an, you know, an outstanding thing. But, uh, you know, like my daughter and I were talking the other day, about uh, a conversation she had with someone. This person's not anyone anyone would know here, right? Uh, The person who hurt themselves. So I can tell freely. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, But uh, uh, they were talking about healing or something, and this individual had injured themselves. Well, they working out. Yeah. And uh, lifting weights and stuff had had injured themselves and had gotten... um, had had a, had a few surgeries to repair their injury, and uh, you know I don't have any condemnation for anyone. However, they uh, recover, and however they get well, I don't care if someone has surgery or gets healed by the power of God. Power of God's better, but you know I'm not here to throw stones at anyone if they hurt. But this particular individual uh, uh, was saying to her that this really wasn't something he could. I'm putting this in my words, obviously, believe God to heal because he did it to himself. Um, Do you know that's not correct way to think? How many know there's a whole bunch of stuff that we probably do to ourselves? I, I do not find a scripture that removes God's healing power and promise and provision for us if we did it to ourselves. You know what I'm talking about? And, and so I don't want to. I don't want to get in that mode where I am looking for a disqualifier. Well, I don't qualify because I was, you know, I hurt myself. I did this to myself. Or it's like someone who got, let's say, someone who got lung cancer or something, for, and they smoked, you know, like a chimney for many years, and they think, well, I did that to myself. Well, welcome to mercy. That's what Jesus on the cross is. That's what God specializes in. Huh? If you did it to yourself or you don't know why it happened, it's the same. We need help. We call upon Him. So I would encourage people, whatever it is, whatever uh, struggle or difficulty you might face, don't look for a reason why it's not good for you. Don't let your, the thought process go in your mind, oh, I know God does this, but in this case, it's kind of different because I knew better or whatever. Or some, or some other reason that you can concoct in your mind. The enemy will help you think of a reason to exclude yourself from God's promises. But I'm telling you, the Lord's not excluding you. He's not saying, but. He's not saying, well, except for this time, this situation. If you did it to yourself and you knew better, start with this. Sorry. <laughs> you know, my bad. And I don't mean taking it lightly. If you hurt yourself, Lord, have mercy on me. I blew it and I suffered. But Jesus still went to the cross. But Jesus was still striped for me. My fault, not my fault, or I don't know why it happened. Huh? 
the promises in him are yes and amen. So it's absolute every single time. And if we don't take it that way, then we've watered it down and it becomes less effective. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Listen, there are all kinds of things that people struggle with. And, and, and the mind says, well, it's, it can't work for this. Yeah, but it's not for that. You know, I've, been, I've seen some cool things myself, but I haven't seen everything. But I've read a lot of stories of, of, of bizarre things in the sense of people getting set free from problems that were, like, totally out of the norm. Um, whenever I hear stuff, it just makes me go to a place of, am I limiting God's power in my own life by thinking, we can't fix this. Well, this is just an old age thing, so that's excluded. Well, this is just, you know what I'm talking about? A lot of people, people as they age, they, now I realize we, our bodies do age, and there is a factor there when someone's 80, they're not going to look 20 no matter how much faith they have, <laughs> right? But I think a lot of times people start, things start breaking or whatever and not, not functioning, and we say, oh yeah, I just have to learn to live with that. Who says? I mean, is it an issue with God? Can't he repair the 80-year-old body just like he can the 20-year-old body? I don't know. What way have maybe you limited God? Amen. Well, God can't prosper me because I don't have the education that some have. And, and there's, listen, there's no doubt that God will use people and lead people to be educated and have careers in certain areas. He'll bless them through that. But where was that promise? You can't be prospered. You can't be financially blessed unless. I just think it might look different for you. Might have a different app and different channel. What other excuses might you, might you come up with to exclude yourself from God's precious promises. Take his promises. They're precious to you. They're precious to him. They're precious to us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Now, uh, Luke chapter 24 is one of those promises. This is what I mentioned to you. See, we should be knowledgeable of the Spirit, of the ways of the Spirit. Uh, Amen. We should be knowledgeable of the ways of the Spirit so we can hear from God. We can experience His best in our lives uh, continually. In Luke chapter 24, uh, Jesus began to teach His disciples after the resurrection, before He was ascended to be seated at the right hand of the Father. So the work of the cross was finished. Uh, and and he, he, be, he began to talk to them about what was written about him in the law of Moses, in the prophets, in the Psalms. That's verse 44. Verse 45 of, of Luke 24 says he opened their understanding so they could comprehend the scriptures. Do you realize you are this close away, this, this far away from understanding things you didn't understand before? Do you know revelation and understanding come by faith? You can believe God to, He opened their understanding. Why won't He open yours? Someone said, I just really don't understand the Scriptures. I don't understand what to do. I don't understand these things. You're just like that. It can be opened and all of a sudden you see it. Uh, He opened their understanding. And then He said, verse 46, 
Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for, for Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in His name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Side note there. Notice, what, 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 do, they, what do they say that should, should be preached? Two things, repentance and remission of sins. Sometimes today people want to leave out the repentance side. And they only preach remission of sins. Because Jesus paid for our sins on the cross. And say, well, Jesus paid for your sins on the cross. Yeah, repentance is still necessary. It's still necessary to turn from sin to the Lord. Making Jesus the Lord of your life is, is, a, is still the, the way, the method unto salvation. Not just saying, my sins are forgiven. Well, that's revelation to some. Uh, beginning at Jerusalem. Verse 48, and you are witnesses of these things. Verse 49 is what I want to get to. Behold, I send the promise of the Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. This is one of these precious promises. What is the promise? He told them, well, of course, they had to go to Jerusalem. You don't have to go to Jerusalem. Thank you, Lord. Okay. They had to tarry or wait. You and I don't have to tarry or wait. Why? Because this promise in our day has already been given. The Holy Spirit whom he's referring to, this power poured out, uh, is not just poured out in Jerusalem, but now the glory of the Lord fills the earth. All right, His power is everywhere, but it's still a precious promise that people would be clothed upon with power from on high. All believers need this. All right? Now, they don't need it in order to go to heaven. They need the forgiveness of sins, eternal life. They need to be born again, right? But in order to do God's will at the maximum degree, in order to understand His Word, in order to fulfill what He wants them to do in the earth, they need, I need, you need power. Amen. It's like that old movie, you know, hoverboards don't work on water. You need power. All right, all right. If you don't know what that is, then that's okay. <laughs> Uh, you need power. Uh, we could say that about a lot of things that we endeavor to do in life. Uh, those, it doesn't work that way. You need power to do that. Yeah. Someone said, I'd, I'd, like, to, I'd like to lay hands on the sick and see him recover. Well, you need power. Yeah. Well, I, I would like to prophesy like some did tonight or speak with tongues and interpret tongues. Cool. You need power. All right. This is called the baptism in the Spirit. Baptism with the Holy Spirit. You need power in order to do certain things in God. Now you can go to heaven power, powerless, just like you can drive. Right, Whitley? You can drive a car with manual windows. Sorry for exposing your manual windows. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You can drive that car. I mean, it'll, it'll work. It'll function as a car, and whenever you, <laughs> whenever you want to get the 
uh, window down, you can turn that knob around and around and around and around and around. And eventually, that window will be down. You can do that. Or you can have power. You can, you can be a Christian <laughs> with manual windows. You'll go to heaven. You can, but there's some, some things you need power to do. Amen. And all Christians, all believers should have this precious promise fulfilled in their life. What is that? Power from God on them so they can live their life at a higher level at a different level. Yeah. If you've received this promise, I have, if you've received this precious promise fulfilled in your life, you should stay powered up. In other words, by exercising this and living this way, you can stay powerful. Huh? And you can be a powerful believer. But you cannot be a powerful Christian until you receive this precious promise. Amen? And, uh, and, and when they got it, See, see, they were all done. Jesus had already died on the cross, already raised from the dead. Sins were forgiven. He told them. He opened their mind. They saw the scriptures. Woo, look at that. That's Jesus all through the Old Testament. That's Jesus. He did it. We're saved. We're going to heaven. He said, wait, 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 wait. Go to Jerusalem and sit for a while. The Greek were literally mean. Just go sit down. <laughs> Just go tarry. Go wait. Go sit down in Jerusalem because there's something coming. I promise you. It's called the promise of the Father. And they did. They went to Jerusalem. They went into a place called the Upper Room. There was 120 of them. And they sat there and waited. And when the day of Pentecost came, that's where we get that language. We talk about Pentecostal people. You know, the day of Pentecost came. What happened? The Spirit of God, which was the promise of the Father, was poured out on every one of them. Fire. It was windy. Fire and wind. And it filled all of them. Power saturated them. And they began to and they began to speak with tongues, in other words, languages unknown to them, languages they never learned, languages they didn't understand. They began to speak with other tongues as the spirit, that power gave them the ability. So I want to speak with tongues. Cool. You can, you should. You need power. You need power in order to do that. Amen. Not ice cream. Power. Power. People are going to get ready for that after service. All right. You need power. And so I want to take a a few minutes tonight. And uh, I don't know how many there are. But there may be a few, maybe several. I don't know. People tonight that you'd say, I want to receive power power in my life. I want to receive this precious promise. Who am I talking to? Anyone who says, I've never received the baptism of the Spirit, this promise of the Father, and to speak in tongues, to have that ability, power windows, all that kind of stuff in your own life and say, I want that. Amen? Amen. So let's all stand up together.
Amen, amen. And, uh, and I want to just invite everyone who wants to receive this precious promise to come and line up down here in the front. And then we're going to lay hands on you, pray for you. You're going to receive the power tonight. Amen. Way to go. Come, just come on down here. Others come. Come down that want to receive power from on high. Amen. Amen. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Others come. We've got these three that want to come. We're going to pray. So if you, if you want this, you don't have this, uh, come while the getting's good. Amen. Amen. Praise God. All right. Good for these four. Anyone else coming? We're going to pray. Anyone else coming? One more, one more coming over there. Good, good, good. Another one coming over here. Good. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good, good, good. Man, the Spirit of God's already moving here. You can tell. It's like the water just went up. Amen. Now I want to have, like we did about a month or half ago or something when we had, we, we, we did this in one of the services. I'd like to have some of, uh, some of my Bible college graduates or first year completers, either way, uh, to come up behind them. And at the right time, you just lay your hands on them, on their shoulders, and begin to pray with them. Now, all of you, uh, uh, just listen to me real quick. Um, this, what we're talking about, obviously, is a promise. It's a gift. It's not something we work up. It's not something we try hard to receive. Just like if I were to say, hey, this is my Bible, I want to give it to you. Um, I would just so do this, and you would reach out and take it, and it would be no more difficult than that. A gift from God is that way. He's the giver of the gift, so we're not influencing Him. We're just going to ask, all right? And then He's going to give. We are simply going to receive, all right? So I'm going to lead you in a prayer. It's a Holy Spirit prayer, just like we would do with salvation. Uh, this is just to receive the Holy Spirit. And when, we're, when we do, I'll pray. You'll pray after me. When we're finished praying, then we're all going to speak in tongues together. All right? Here's what the Bible said in Acts chapter 2 and verse 4. That the one I just quoted uh, uh, from Acts chapter 2 is, They all were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance, gave them the words. Right, so our part again, we're going to ask, He is going to move on you and fill you, and your response to that is you're going to begin to speak with other tongues. All right, so I'm going to start to speak with other tongues, those around us, we're all going to do, and you're just going to give voice to that, that utterance, that unction, the words that He gives you. They won't make sense to your mind, <laughs> it won't be words you understand it, it's just coming out of you and your mind will go wow is that it <laughs> and and your mind will your mind will say whoa listen to that wow but you just keep letting it flow out of your mouth and you speak by faith and it is it yeah. amen okay so everybody good we're gonna do this now and so why don't you just uh, repeat this prayer after me as soon as we're done the 
those behind you will just lay hands on you and the Spirit of God will come upon you and fill you and you just enjoy just start speaking in tongues be happy and be glad okay amen say it, say it out loud with me today say Father in heaven we hope you enjoyed this message find our other messages on iTunes or visit our website at lcboise.com and follow us on social media Life Church Boise thank you and have a blessed day Thank you.